Hello and welcome to another edition of the EMG podcast. My name's Spencer Gore and I'm CEO of the European Medical Group. This week I'm joined by a first-timer to the podcast, my long-time colleague and business partner Daniel Healy, uh, who's our Senior Project Director. How are you today, Dan? Yeah, very well, thanks. Thanks for having me on today. You're welcome. Good to have you. So today we're going to talk about the EMG Ball. We had that on the 28th, 29th of March uh, over the two days. It's our annual ball. We always have it at a fantastic venue. This year we had that at Seckford Hall, lovely house out in Suffolk. We had a full day's worth of activities and we all stayed overnight and then everyone has the next day off to recover should they need it. It's an event we've been doing for the last five years now. It helps us celebrate the successes of the company and also reward our staff for their hard work throughout the previous year. It's a, it's a chance for us to work towards becoming the go-to place for healthcare professionals, but we, we let our, our staff take the day, day off and, and sort of let their hair down. Um, it's a great great chance for us to go over the strategy for the quarter, and we also had some guest speakers this year as well, which was, which was fantastic. Dan, what, what was your feeling of the event overall? So without doubt, this was the best one we've done, I think, so far. Um, it's, I think that was helped mainly by the fact we've now got a really good team, a team in place, team who really embody the company values. The event was really well organised, for the most part, and had a good mix of sessions and fun activities, which I, I think meant that the team were fully engaged all the way throughout. And uh, I mean, what a brilliant speaker we had too with Krista Cullen, who was part of the Team GB hockey team that won gold medal at the uh, Rio Olympics in 2016. From your side, what, what do you think were the biggest take-home messages from her talk, Spencer? I, I found it incredibly inspiring, incredibly motivating. You know, it was she was picked for all the reasons that we have all of our values, really. She, she embodied all of those things. But there was two things that really stood out for me that were just slightly different. Um, than I'd heard before and one was we all know what our, aim, our A game looks like we all know when we're on fire when we're doing everything really well we know what we look like but how often do we actually really sit back and think what our Z game looks like and and when we're having a bad day what, what, what triggers that for us what does it look like and also do our colleagues know what that looks like so if they can see us you know, having a bit of a bad day and, and, and being on our Z game what can they do to help pick us out of that and lift us out of that so I thought that was a really, uh, a really interesting thing to, 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 to touch on and then the other thing that that Krista said she did, uh, or they did as a team, was to have a peer in their reviews. So they would have a, at their, their sort of six monthly catch-ups or three monthly catch-ups with the coaches to see where they could develop um, as as individuals. And she said, typically, what happens in those sort of reviews is your you, you, your your boss or whoever that might be, your coach, may list off a whole heap of things that you're doing brilliantly, and then mentions one thing that you can improve on. And it's that one thing that sticks in your mind and you just come out of that thinking, Christ, that was a poor review. And actually, there's so much good stuff normally that's been mentioned to you. You just you, you, The way the brain works is you just don't pick up on that. So by taking a peer in, their job is purely and simply to, to basically list all the good things that are mentioned about you. And when they come out, to, to reinforce that message and say, yeah, OK, there's one thing you can improve on. That's great because we want to get better. But there's all these things that you're doing that are really good at the moment. So I think that's something we'll definitely look to introduce to our reviews. Before we had Krista in, we had a, a session on mindset. What do you think everyone uh, in the company took from that, Dan? I, I really enjoyed the mindset session we did. I thought it had a massive impact from the company on the company, and we've already got some some good feedback from the guys. The reason we did the mindset session was off the back of several discussions we've been having over the last couple of years. I think, if I'm correct, it was led by uh, initially a conversation you were having yourself, Spencer, with our business coach, Andy Sleet. And then there's been ongoing discussions between senior management and in the weekly meetings with the team. So I think it was a really good time to do it. In terms of the takeaway, I think 
The main one would be, and I'll explain this, is to make sure you're looking forward rather than backwards when you're looking at goals and targets. So what I mean by that is when you're looking at setting goals, uh, aspirations for the year, it's so important to be looking at the best possible end result and thinking really, really big, and then to looking at resources of what might get you, uh, what could help get you there, rather than basing it purely on what's been achieved before. So rather than looking at small incremental games over the course of the year, base it on what the biggest potential is and really think big on this. Um, I think the, the to coin a phrase from last week, someone said you wouldn't navigate down a road staring into the rear view mirror. I mean, after that, later in the afternoon, we did some team activities. Uh, we did some laser clay pigeon shooting. We did some archery. Uh, they were all fun. I thought they were great and really good for team bonding. Then in the evening, we held our EMG awards uh, before lots of uh, well, a lovely dinner and uh, some questionable dancing. So this year's awards were a bit different from uh, previous occasions, weren't they, Spence? Yep, definitely. We, we're always looking to improve and, well, we're always looking to do things differently for starters, but we're always looking to improve. Uh, we get a lot of feedback. Um, and over the course of the year, we've really looked at how we can reward not not everyone equally. Yeah, we, we want to reward everyone, but we want to make sure that our gold medal winners are getting more rewards than the ones that are silver or bronze. So we tried doing something a bit different with the rewards this year, sorry, awards this year, and it was all based around our gold medal winning uh, values, apart from the employee of the year, which was a mixture of the values and results. But we had nine different awards, one for each of our values, and that was the person that had scored the highest in that value in our reviews. And where there was a tie, we went through and really thought about the story that, that, that embodied that value. And the, those people that won those awards are uh, what I would call the keeper of that values. They, they're the ones that really embodies what we're, we're trying, to, trying to do with those values. And then we had four more awards for the top 10% of the value scores in the company. So we have our gold medal winners that are in the top 10% when it comes to their review scores, values review scores. The next 40% are silver and the, the remaining 50% are our bronze medal winners. So the, there were three people in joint second place with equal score and then one overall winner. And that's Sen that's joined me on many of these uh, podcasts over the last few weeks. And then we had our employee of the year, which was one of the top four gold medal winners, plus the person that we thought had got the best results out of those four. Uh, so I, everything we do is, have you got the values? Do you get results? And, and this person really summed that up. And again, that was Sen that won that. So fantastic uh, evening for her. But we, we try and constantly change the way we think. We're doing things um, you know, each year on the, on the feedback. Uh, and then we look at this and think what we can improve. So how do you think it compared to previous years, Dan? Yeah, um, well, for, for the most part, I think then one of the main differences was, was having less sessions. Sometimes in the past, we've tried, I think, to cram too much into the day. Uh, so we've tried to do four or five different sessions, and sometimes the messages haven't been as dominant all the way through. So we did less sessions this year, had them much more focused, which hopefully will help the team come away with one or two key learning points uh, that they are much more likely to implement it's sort of a bigger challenge we've, we've had here, which I think we're working on well, where you're constantly learning and constantly learning new things. And sometimes we want to make sure to concentrate on implementing one thing at a time all the way through. So that was one of the one of the things that I think worked really, really well. I loved having activities after the sessions, the archery and the laser shooting. Um, I thought that was a really... Did I mention I came second in both of them? No, so you didn't come first. <laughs> you can't take all the glory. No, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. I thought, yeah, the activities were great. Uh, they were really good at helping us unwind after the sessions and stimulated some some good healthy competition between the different teams. But 
the very the, I mean the simple fact we had an Olympic gold medal winner wasn't bad either yeah. I, think, I think that's sort of taken what we have done at the Bulls to another level uh, I'm interested as to who we look at for the next upcoming events uh, when we've got a bigger team coming forward. So, And I've got some great feedback already from the team about Krista, which we'll pass on to her when we do see her. We also talked about potential... Just, just on that note, yeah, I, think the, I guess for us the ultimate goal is to have someone talking at one of our, our annual balls that's won an Olympic gold that actually works for us or has worked for us. And yeah. We've helped create that journey. What, what a fantastic situation that would be. Yeah, well, that gives us a good, good place to uh, good place to, uh, to strive for yeah. over the next few years, yeah. We talked about also potential plans in the future to make uh, the EMJ ball even bigger occasions. I mean, you've sort of touched on it there, but what, what could we possibly look forward to in these and what targets need to be, uh, need to be hit before we can look at these spends? Well, I think for us, you know, we, we looked at this years ago, uh, probably six years ago, and said that we would, we'd like to, when we, when we hit all the criteria, we'd like to get on the Times Best Place to Work list. And that's one of the reasons why we first introduced the ball going back five years ago. And we're pretty close to hitting all the criteria that you need to hit to actually be able to enter that now. Um, so for me, it's just about doing more and more of the stuff that is going to make the the, the you know the, the guys that work here enjoy themselves and and make it a good place to work. So again, we've asked for their feedback. We we've got our own ideas, but some of the stuff we we mentioned to the team uh, on on the uh, on the day were that next year we're going to take the ball to another level. So if we miss our annual target this year, our critical numbers, which we won't, which we won't, we'll, we will still have a ball. And it will be equally as good, if not better, than this year, because we think it's really, really important to to the team to be able to do that. However, if we hit the the targets, we'll go to uh, somewhere like Monte Carlo and have a really big event over there. And if we hit our stretch targets, we'll go one step further and do a, a Vegas-style uh, event. And the reason it's Monte Carlo and Vegas we're talking about, all those sorts of places, is because we've set a theme now for the next two years uh, around our 2021 strategy and um, we've got a two-year plan in place to achieve that and it's all all obviously based around 21 being the year but a lot of our numbers coincide with that as well so it's all casino based and, and blackjack number 21 is the theme for the next few years so all of our events are going to be based around that for me personally I, as you said you touched on it before saying it was we, we, in the past we've perhaps tried to cram too much into too little a time I think it'd be nice to to maybe just provide more time so we can do more so maybe we have a Instead of it being over two days, we do it over three days, and the first, uh, yeah, the first day is for for everyone, and the second day is more for gold medal winners. So we're we're giving some extra rewards for those people that are really at the top of their game. So yeah, there's lots of different things we've got there, and yeah, yeah, watch this space for some future developments. But I think that's all we've got time for this week. So um, good to have you on your first podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and uh, you, you know, it wasn't too nerve-wracking for you or anything. And hopefully we'll have you back again soon. That's it for this week. Keep listening to everyone uh, out there and we'll, we'll catch up again next week. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me on. And well done again to all the winners. Obviously, here is to another uh, big ball moving forward. <laughs> <laughs>